part one of chapter eighty six of the adventures of peregrine pickle volume two by tobias smollett this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by martin geeson chapter eighty six part one peregrine receives a letter from hatchway in consequence of which he repairs to the garrison and performs the last offices to his aunt he is visited by mr gauntlet who invites him to his marriage in this circle of amusements our hero's time was parcelled out and few young gentlemen of the age enjoyed life with greater relish notwithstanding those intervening checks of reason which served only to whet his appetite for a repetition of the pleasures she so prudently condemned when he received the following letter by which he was determined to visit his estate in the country cousin peckall i hope you are in a better trim than your aunt who hath been fast moored to her bed these seven weeks by several feet of under-water logging in her hold and hollop whereby i doubt her planks are rotted so as she cannot choose but fall to pieces in a short time i have done all in my power to keep her tight and easy and free from sudden squalls that might overstrain her and here have been the doctors who have scuttled her lower deck and let out six gallons of water for my own part i wonder how the devil it came there for you know as how it was a liquor she never took in <laughs> but as for those fellows the doctors they are like unskilful carpenters that in mending one leak make a couple and so she fills her in a pace but the worst sign of all is this here she won't let a drop of nance go betwixt the combings of her teeth and has quite lost the rudder of her understanding whereby she yaws woundily in her speech palavering about some foreign part called the new jerusalem and wishing herself in a safe berth in the river giordan the parson i must say strives to keep her steady concerning the navigation of her soul and talks very sensibly of charity and the poor whereof she hath left a legacy of two hundred pounds in her will <laughs> and here has been mr gamaliel and your brother my lord demanding entrance at the gate in order to see her but i would not suffer them to come aboard and pointed my patereros which made them sheer off your sister mistress clover keeps close watch upon her kinswoman without ever turning in and a kind-hearted young woman it is i should be glad to see you at the garrison if the wind of your inclination sits that way and mayhap it may be a comfort to your aunt to behold you alongside of her when her anchor is a peak so no more at present but rests your friend and humble servant to command john hatchway 
next morning after the receipt of this epistle peregrine in order to manifest his regard to his aunt as well as his friendship for honest jack set out on horseback for their habitation attended by pipes who longed to see his old messmate but before he reached the garrison mistress hatchway had given up the ghost in the threescore and fifth year of her age the widower seemed to bear his loss with resignation and behaved very decently upon the occasion though he did not undergo those dangerous transports of sorrow which some tender-hearted husbands have felt at the departure of their wives the lieutenant was naturally a philosopher and so well disposed to acquiesce in the dispensations of providence that in this as well as in every other emergency of his life he firmly believed that everything which happened was for the best peregrine's task therefore was not so great in comforting him as in consoling his own sister who with great poignancy and sincerity of grief lamented the death of the only relation with whom she had maintained any intimacy of correspondence for her mother was as implacable as ever in her enmity against her and peregrine and rather more determined in her rancour that which was originally a sudden transport of indignation being by this time settled into a confirmed inveteracy of hate as for gam who was now dignified by the country people with the appellation of the young squire he still acted in the capacity of minister to the caprice and vengeance of his mother taking all opportunities of disturbing julia's peace slandering her reputation and committing outrages against the tenants and domestics of her husband who was a man of a quiet and timorous disposition but the chief amusement of young pickle in his later years was the chase in which he acquired some renown by his intrepidity and remarkable figure which improved every day in deformity insomuch as to suggest a ludicrous scheme of revenge to a gentleman in the neighbourhood having been affronted by the insolence of crockback he clothed a large baboon that was in his possession in a dress that resembled the hunting equipage of gan and ordering the animal to be set astride and tied upon the back of his keenest hunter turned them out one day after the hounds the horse in a little time outstripping all the rest in the field the rider was mistaken for gam by the whole company who saluted him as he passed with a hollow observing that the squire had his usual good luck in being better mounted than his neighbours pickle afterwards appearing in his own person created great astonishment in the spectators one of whom asked if he had split himself in twain and pointed out his representative who was by this time almost up with the hounds 
upon which the identical gam went in pursuit of the impostor when he overtook him he was so much enraged at the counterfeit that he attacked the baboon whip in hand and in all probability would have sacrificed him to his resentment had he not been prevented by the other fox-hunters they interposed in order to make up the difference betwixt two brothers of the sport and were equally surprised and diverted when they distinguished the quality of crookback's antagonist which they rescued from his rage and reconveyed to its master peregrine at the request of his friend jack took charge of his aunt's funeral to which his parents were invited though they did not think proper to appear or pay the least regard to his solicitations when he desired permission to wait upon them in person nevertheless old gamaliel at the instigation of his wife afterwards obtained an order from doctors commons obliging hatchway to produce the will of his wife on the supposition that she had bequeathed to him some part of the money which he knew was at her own disposal but from this step he reaped no other satisfaction than that of finding himself altogether neglected by the testatrix who had left all her effects to her husband except one thousand pounds with her jewels to julia's daughter the benefaction mentioned in the lieutenant's letter and some inconsiderable legacies to her favourite domestics a few days after the interment of this good lady our hero was agreeably surprised with a visit from his friend godfrey who had come to england in consequence of that promotion which he owed to his interest though the soldier himself placed it to the credit of a certain courtier who had formerly promised to befriend him and now finding his advancement unowned very modestly arrogated the merit of it to himself he communicated his good fortune to pickle who complimented him upon it as an event of which he had no precognition and at the same time told him that in consequence of his preferment his cousin at windsor had consented to his being immediately united in the bands of wedlock with his lovely sophie that the wedding-day was already fixed and that nothing would be wanting to his happiness if peregrine would honour the nuptials with his presence our hero accepted the invitation with great eagerness when he learned that emilia would be there in quality of bridesmaid and now repeated what he had formerly written to his friend namely that he was not only willing but extremely impatient to atone for his mad behaviour to that young lady by laying himself and his whole fortune at her feet godfrey thanked him for his honourable intention and promised to use his influence and that of sophie in his behalf though he seemed dubious of their success on account of his sister's delicacy 
which could not pardon the least shadow of disrespect he owned indeed he was not certain that she would appear in the same company with pickle but as she had made no stipulations on that score he would interpret her silence in the most favourable manner and keep her in ignorance of his design until she should find it too late to retract with any decency end of part one of chapter eighty six